And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapulé. I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Wee! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. I'd say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life. Gotcha. So, that's my thing, Bubba. Listen, when I talk, you need to listen. So, that's my thing, bro. You know, that's my thing, bro. So, that's my thing, bro. Yo, what up? This is Jay Henny, Henny, Hen, Henny, Henny, Hen. And I just got done watching The Last Dance on ESPN. And I got to put everyone on wax. Everyone on wax that's seen it, that thinks Jordan's the best. I'm not saying that he is or isn't the best. I'm just letting you know facts on why I think that there shouldn't be a GOAT because of it. Everything, um, that I've came up with seven pages. Seven pages of things on why I think that he shouldn't be labeled the GOAT. And I'm going to be joined here in a little bit with my friend on exactly why I think he shouldn't be labeled the GOAT. Of course he was great, right? And we're, and I'm going to get into the, all of that. He, he just joined me, by the way. So I'm going to get into all of that debate. And um, I just have seven pages of things that I need to say, things that I need you guys to you know at least acknowledge. At least acknowledge, and then we can go forward. And, and, if, and if you guys... Uh, can acknowledge everything and still notice, like, and still think that Jordan's the goat. Then that's all. Then that's you know I can't handle, can't you know, do anything about that. But let me add my friend and we'll go from there. Boom, boom, boom. Let me see where's he at. Where's he at? Oh shoot! Thor, Thor. Hold up. So dopey. Heck. So yeah, I just really need you. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions throughout this, uh, throughout my 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 seven pages of notes. We're gonna go over some yes no questions. <laughs> yeah, I got seven pages, so we're gonna go over a couple different things with you. I'm gonna ask you questions. You're gonna you know chime in here and there. If you strongly disagree with what I'm saying, then of course feel free to stop me. But I'm gonna go on this long rant and, and ask you a couple questions throughout the process. Okay. No doubt, bro. Question number one: okay. Did you get to did you get the opportunity to watch the last dance? Oh no doubt, man! That, all ten episodes. I was, I was all over that, dude. I mean, we haven't had any sports. I've been we haven't had anything to do lately. Right. So every Sunday, man, I treated it like it was a damn holiday, bro. I get my little day drink on, and when it came on, bro, I was I was ready by that TV eight o'clock sharp. I was ready. To go. I loved it. It was good. I was just about to say. I think we can both agree that the documentary was fantastic, right? Oh, yeah, man, and I like what the director said. What he did was he tried to keep it all on the floor, keep it all with the, 
the basketball. You know, he didn't right. really do anything with his life, his family. Right. Like they, I mean, they, they mentioned the gambling, and they, they mentioned a couple of Dennis Rodman's off-the-court things here and yeah. there. <laughs> but for the most part, they did keep it basketball. And, and the part of my argument initially was why why didn't they mention the whole – Jordan playing for the Wizards and because he didn't he, he didn't do too successful you know he went for the Wizards and didn't do too successful in the Wizards jersey they didn't mention that but the whole like last dance thing they're talking about that whole dynasty right I get it but we still are going to mention that I do want to just start off by saying before anybody and everybody thinks I'm a Jordan hater I want to be absolutely clear about what I'm saying about Michael Jordan is why I think his his image was so big right his character for number one, he had the will to win. He was determined. He was confident. You know, he, he, he demanded a lot from his teammates. He was fearless. And one thing about him specifically and, and that a lot of players lack, I know Kobe, I mean, there's a handful of players that don't, but a lot of players lack this last one, clutch, the clutch gene, the, the it factor. A lot of people can make free throws, but when, in the last second to make the free throw, they miss it. Or, or with, with three or four seconds left on the shot clock, they don't want to take the shot. Jordan wanted to take the shot. Cold blooded, man. Cold blooded. Ice in your veins. Exactly. And he he was. He he had all the intangibles possible to be the, the greatest, right? So I'm not trying to say that he's not the greatest. He's definitely up there. But what I do want to say is a couple things on why I think it should be still debatable. There's there's a couple things that bother me about Michael Jordan and, and the whole GOAT factor. Is no matter what LeBron James does, he can win seven championships. He's still not going to be labeled the GOAT. Uh, Kobe, Kobe could do more with less and with five championships and it's still not going to be as good as Michael Jordan. That, and, that's my argument though. Right, and, and dude, guys. I have yeah. so much stuff that I'm about to unravel and you're just going to be doing this a lot. So so, uh, so hopefully hopefully your next good because you're going to be doing this a lot. So, num- <laughs> so number one, I want to I talk about Jordan himself before again, before people call me uh, a hater or whatever. I do believe that his brand itself is a huge reason why he's still so relevant and why he's still you know the king of the castle type of thing. These Air Jordans, if you think about it, they've been going on. The shoe itself has been going on for over 30 years. I mean, the only shoe that I can think of that has you know kind of sort of relevance to the Jordan is the Yeezys. The Yeezys are like, they have the release date. Everybody's waiting for them. Everybody applies to get them. Some people don't get them. Next to that are the Jordans. Jordans, everyone still still gets them. He's been retired you know, for over 20 years, and people still want the Jordans every year, every quarter, whenever they drop, and that's a huge part of his brand. Is is he was also and I in, think that, that's the big thing, the time span, the yeah. time span for how long. You know, people have been loving them since the first ones, and they still get them any, anytime they drop. You know, they love yeah. yeah. And, and and also he was in Space Jam. Space Jam was this huge movie. You know, there's there's so so much. Is is Rudy there? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's so many different things, you know, with his endorsements, whether it was McDonald's or whatever else. He had all the top stuff, the best movie, the best shoes, the best endorsements. And his his, his skill on court was a huge part of it because, again, he was clutch. He, he was fearless and all that good stuff. I get all that. But let me ask you a couple things about the 80s and 90s. Yeah. In basketball, we have a center. We have a power forward. We have a small forward, a shooting guard, and a point guard. Of those five uh, positions, which one do you think you have to be the most athletic at? That's a good question. I'd say, man, probably point guard or shooting guard. For sure. Right. You have to be a guard. It, it's it's fact. If yeah, you want the most athletic position, is a guard in general. What what position would you consider like the the flashiest, the the one with the most uh the most you know spotlight on the position? See, man, back in the day, I. 
were times I'd probably say more forward, probably like a guard, but now, man, definitely the point guard, man. All these point guards, are just they just evolve, man, from everything they do. They can pass, they can shoot, can drive, man. They play defense. They, I mean, they do it all. So right now, I'd say spotlight for sure, point guard. Which 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 position are the best shooters in the league? Probably guard, uh, shooting guard, just small forwards. Okay. But even then, now my man, my man Dirk. Dirk. He changed the game a little bit too. I'm, I'm, dude, you know, you, forward, you wouldn't you know, believe everything. Everything out. you're saying right now, I'm just sitting back. I'm like, I have a page for it. I have a page for it. I have a page <laughs> yeah, for it. It's all coming. I promise you. So let me ask you something. You said what position is the most athletic? We've determined that it's a guard. You said what position was the, the flashiest? We've determined that it's also a guard. You've said uh, the best shooters. You said either a shooting guard or a small forward. What what position so far does Jordan did Jordan play? Uh, shooting guard. Right. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe as of right now, guard. he's checking all those boxes for oh, that yeah. era, right? Okay. Can, so which which ones like are the more athletic guys? The 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 power forwards in the centers or the guards? Oh, definitely guards. Right. I'd say guard, yeah. Would you say in the 80s and 90s, compared to today's game, there's more white people playing in the 80s and 90s or more white people playing in the 2000s? Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, that one, I'd have to take a look at it. But I do know from my arguments that I've talked about with Jordan, when Jordan's balling out and you see highlights and you see him doing his thing, he's always been guarded by a white dude or like a someone big. That know? looks like they can be that's, like an 8th grade science like, teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like a or like a, a, a Sean Bradley type of guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Big white dude, yeah. Right. So, again, the I also think the league was a lot older mm-hmm. back in the 80s and 90s. You've seen Robert Parrish played until he was fucking damn near 50. Like, all these players were really old. And I saw that because uh, there is a stat where he, Jordan, knocked out, I think, like 20, 22 Hall of Famers out of, like, the postseason and stuff. But if you look, a lot of those guys were already at the tail end of their career when they met it's up. It's all a part of my seven yeah. pages, which yeah, is going to be brilliant. That's why you invited me, big dog. I, I'm telling you. So, again, now to your dirt question. Were there more international players back in the 80s or 90s or today's game? I think probably now. Uh, of course this, now. This, this would be, I want to throw this in before jumping in. I think that is why, uh, I'm going to talk in favor of Jordan. I think that's why um, there are more now because he transcended that game and he changed it. So I'm with you, man. So whenever I was uh, watching the doc, I was I had all these tweets lined up about everything. But when at the end, when uh, um, the commissioner said that he transcended the game worldwide and that's why he was, that's when I was like, you know what? I still feel what I feel, but that, that right there, man, that says it all right there. And that, that's difficult to do. thousand percent. And I know exactly what you're talking about. He said that when Jordan was playing, that, that the NBA was in 80 countries, and now it's in 215 countries. Yeah. And, and to your point, I'm not this not taking nothing away from Jordan. That's why he should be a staple on the, the Mount Rushmore. It's because he, he did change the game. Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant says that every single thing that he did, everything that he learned, everything that he tried to mimic – was because of Michael Jordan. Today's game is because of Michael Jordan. That's great. I'm not. I have nothing against that. But I'm saying is, is that doesn't mean that he should have that goat title every single like no matter what. And again, let, let me just keep going on my notes just so you can see everything. But what I also want to mention is the Bulls in the '90s. Let's make no no mistake. They were the first. 
not, not necessarily the first super team, but they were a super, super team. I did the, the in the whole decade, so, so within the whole 90s, I did the top 25 players. Of course, Jordan was ranked number one. And this is according to uh, NBA.com. Jordan ranked number one. Scottie Pippen was ranked number five. So you have the top five players. You have two of the top five players. Dennis Rodman was number 15. But then if you consider what what if he's 15th overall, where does he fall under defensively? Top five defender? Top, top for sure, yeah. Top five defender? Steve I, Clark, I would argue that. I would have said he was a top defender. Yeah, top defender? I, I would too for, for my argument. Let's give him top defender. Steve Kerr was one of the most, you know, the most sharpshooter, accurate shooters in the league at the time. Who was the best coach in the league at the time? Oh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Probably of, so, probably of any sport, man. So, so Michael Jordan was drafted in 1984. Scottie Pippen was drafted in 1987. From 84 to 91, Jordan didn't win championships. To your point, and it's on here. Isaiah Thomas, the Bad Boys, the Celtics, the the Lakers, when they were in their prime, Jordan sat back seat the entire time. He won his first championship in 1991. Magic Johnson retired in 1992. Bird retired in 1994, I think. Or maybe even before that. Long story short, is he didn't win his championship until they were way, way, yeah, way older. Yeah. People forget yeah, that too. Maybe, people make it seem like Jordan was just came in the league and just dominated. Like, no, no, no. He, he took a back seat for years against the Pistons, mm-hmm. against the Lakers, and against the Celtics. Yeah, he took his lungs, man. He, 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 he definitely turn, did. He definitely did. So then he gets Scottie Pippen. He gets the coach. He gets the defender. Then they start winning the game. Let me let me ask you this too. So like again, just to be clear, on on wax, they had the number one best player in the league. They had the number five player. They had the best defender. They had at least a top five shooter in Steve Kerr, and they had the best coach. All five. No one in the nineties competed. Name another team. It's tough. It's tough. It's, it, you, you, there was no super teams back then. Yeah. There was no super teams. Now, now, now in the league. To, now, like LeBron, for instance, I don't want to say he's the goat or Kobe's the goat, but they have a lot more obstacles. They have a lot more hurdles now to win championships. Everybody's oh, yeah. a super team. Lakers now. I mean, before then, Lakers had Shaq, Kobe. Then they had Phil Jackson. Then they had the role players like Fisher and Ori. Like they were jam packed to win championships, but they weren't. But they weren't alone. Celtics had the. Garnett, they had Ray Allen, they had Paul Pierce, they had uh, Doc Rivers, they had their own little super team. Spurs oh, yeah. came, Manu, Parker, uh, Duncan, Kawhi, Pop, they had yeah, their super I, team. Real quick, real quick though, on the Spurs though, man, I gave them mad respect because they didn't really build it. They, I mean, they built it. They didn't really like bring people in. Thousand percent, they, but they were, but they were a dynasty and they were like a super team. But they did it the right way. You're right. They did it the right way. But then. You have the Miami Heat that went above, and they, they literally handpicked their players. LeBron said, oh, I'm only going to Miami if Dwayne Wade comes, and Dwayne Wade's not enough. We need to get Chris Bosh, and then we need to get our own coach, and, and we're not going to win three, four, five, six. Like, oh, so they knew what they were doing. Right. Now, now, it's like, now it's like everyone's trying to go after this trend. But then again, it just gets worse. The Warriors kind of sort of did it the right way too. They drafted Steph. They get Clay. They get Draymond. They become a super team before KD comes, and that just kind of overloaded it. That addition was just right. But then you have teams like the Rockets now trying to get Westbrook, and like now the Lakers are, are LeBron and AD, and like now it's like the cool thing to do super teams. So like now there's at least like three or four super teams within the league. 
But in the 90s, there was only that one super team. That one super team. And it's like, if you think about it, from a number standpoint, the the, the number one player in the league, who do you think that is right now? LeBron? Um, yeah, I'd say probably. I mean, who do you think like the number fifth, five player is? Steph? The five, fifth player, give or take. Steph? Right now, yeah, just just a yeah, about a, about a top five player. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Steph. We can say Steph. Okay, who's the number one defender in the league? Ooh, Maybe uh, the Greek freak. Kawhi. Kawhi. Mm-hmm. With, so you have LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, and you add Steve Kerr. You know, the best coach in the, or Pop. Then you add Pop to the equation mm-hmm. with the sharpshooter like Clay Thompson. Like it would be unstoppable if yeah, if today's yeah, game yeah. had if if you had today's game with. With the number one player, the number five player, the best defender, with the, one of the best shooters, and the best coach. Oh, yeah. he, although we think the Lakers are good and we think the Warriors are good, it wasn't as good as the Bulls were in that era. Yeah, it was just unfair. Which is crazy. So I, I did I did another little research. Um, oh, yeah, real quick. Because, I have again, I'm not going to keep you too long, but I do want to go over everything. The argument against today's league is it's too soft and, yeah, and yeah, we can't no. arm check and this and that. Hand check. It's like, what the fuck? Like we got we got to acknowledge that today's athletes are way more in shape. They're a lot younger. They're a lot more hood. Like if you think they're they're soft, like like the the officiating has got softer. There's a lot more flops. But for someone to think that LeBron James couldn't play in twenty years ago is fucking crazy. Yeah, all that stuff, all that argument is the game changing. Yeah, the game. Like I said, the officiating's changing. More people flopped, but like physically. You don't if they're gonna call. If they're gonna call the flops. They're gonna work it in their favor. You know, you gotta do. You gotta put it in your game. But like LeBron's a, a fucking physical specimen. You don't think he? Oh can, man, that guy's a freak. Like you think John Stockton's gonna foul him hard? Like who? Do you, who? Who would LeBron James be afraid of? Or Giannis? Yeah, Giannis. You th- you think exactly. you think Draymond would be afraid of Dennis Rodman? No, absolutely not, man. And that's actually my comparison to Rodman. I say Draymond's a good right. comparison. Yeah, to he, he's equivalent in my book. He's better offensively. He's better offensively. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, come on. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. And then, like, then like they, they say, like, oh, well, the bad boys. Like, what made the bad boys the bad boys? I, I watched the stupid documentary. They had some tall-ass, goofy-looking white guy. They had Dennis Rodman. They had that they were just jerks. Right. They, they, had, they, had little Chihuahua, they had little Chihuahua Isaiah Thomas, like... There's, there's no, like, crazy intimidation factor. Intimidation factor would be the fucking Pacers and the Pistons when they had the Malice in the Palace. <laughs> fucking Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal, Ben Wallace, Steven Jackson. Now, those motherfuckers are scary. I when know. Jermaine O'Neal caught that dude right. right. Carmelo Anthony. Him. Carmelo Anthony never shied away from no fucking fight. Like, right. you, think yeah. that, you think they would be afraid of the bad boys? Carmelo would steal <laughs> off on any of them dudes. Steven Jackson would work those dudes. So, like, that argument that the league's soft and they can't hand check, that's fucking stupid to me. Like yeah, I said, can, consider consider that the game has got softer, like you would mentioned. The fouling, the officiating's got worse. The flopping yeah. has got worse. No no debate there. But, like, for, for you to say, like, like, could you imagine Steph Curry with his hand? We're going to talk about handles and everything else, too, but, like, playing in the 80s? Amber Kyrie? Oof, man, cooking, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah, so I did I did research on the top 15 players in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and today's league. What I okay. thought what I what I thought was interesting was, and, and I gave I gave it I broke it down into two categories: power forwards and centers right. against shooting guards, 
power uh, point guards and small forwards, right? So I gave the three smaller positions compared to the two bigger positions, right? Right. In the 80s and the 90s, the top 15 players were majority 9 and 6 or 8 and 7 in the 80s and 9 and 6 in the in the 90s were either power forwards and centers. So the league was built around the big man. Oh yeah, no doubt. So 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 hold on real quick. So if the league was built around the big man and all of your star power was either a small forward and a center and Jordan was this electrifying shooting guard that literally, if you look at who guarded him, who he had to guard, like, we're going to get there too, but it's like, if you really, really think about it, he was in a league of his own. He was ahead of his time. No, uh, man, ahead of his time for sure. No, no debate. Like, I, like, like, when I come off as a Jordan hater, it's like, no, no, no. He, he was in a league of his own, ahead of his time. But, I've always said this, if he comes into the league today... He's a top five player. He's a top oh, three yeah. player. Oh, yeah, still, for sure. Like, yeah. they, they would, they would, they would, he would not, I don't give a fuck, what, no one could tell me different. He could not be in a game with Kevin Durant today and just make Kevin Durant look silly. He would not. Yeah, he would not. He would do other players, yeah. He could not come in today's league and make LeBron James look silly. He could not. I agree, man. He could not. So keep in mind, watch this. Again, but that's like, a, like, like if the league was full of Anthony Davises and uh, Carl Anthony Towns with uh, with with LeBron James or with James Harden or somebody. It's like, of course. And James Harden, the best defender, the best next player to, to James Harden was like Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker uh, status. Because literally, if you if you look at these lists, watch this. In the '80s, George Gervin, which again, consider that he didn't even win in the '80s. So I'm gonna go over a lot of these players, and it's like he must not have dominated too much because he didn't win. George Gervin, Dominique Wilkins. Isaiah Thomas, Robert Parrish, older than fuck, Charles Barkley, Alex English, never heard of her, Hakeem Olajuwon, he, he even you know dominated more in the 90s, Adrian Dantley, don't know who she is, Kevin McHale, Dr. J, Sidney Moncrief, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So during that era, uh, Magic Johnson too, sorry I missed him, but like he didn't win during that era. When, when he was newer and they were in their prime, he didn't win. But again, in that list, a lot of power forwards and a lot of uh, centers. Oh, yeah. And, and Moses Malone and, and Larry, uh, Larry Bird, those are on the next page. But consider, if you look into the 90s, hear me out. The top 10 players in the 90s by ranking. Michael Jordan, shooting guard, which we've already established, more athletic, more skill set, more electrifying, more spotlight, that position itself. Then we have Hakeem Olajuwon, center. Karl Malone, power forward. David Robinson, center. Charles Barkley, power forward. Scottie Pippen, on his team, small forward. John Stockton, he couldn't be taller than five, six, six, six foot. Little bitty ass John Stockton, which also... Played a completely different game than Jordan. Was more like fundamentally like X's and O's distributor. Shaquille O'Neal, center. Clyde Drexler, okay. Patrick Ewing. And, and of course, Michael Jordan. So like if you're looking at his competitive, who does he have to compete with one-on-one? Nobody in the top 10. So then what I decided to do was I wanted to look at the, the top 10 guards each. 
the point guard and the shooting guards just to see what his his you know his crop, cream of the crop was when it comes to competition. Point guards, Derek Harper on a one to ten scale. Derek Harper overall falls like as a six maybe. I don't even know. I never honestly I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Mark Price and this is in the nineties. I watched basketball in the nineties. Mark Price, don't really know who you are. Mark Jackson, pretty good point guard, but again distributor. You know one dimensional. He's okay. Mookie Baylock. I used to like Mookie Baylock. Nothing special about him. Rod Strickland. Nothing special. Tim Hardaway. He was okay. He 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 was okay. Kevin Johnson. He was okay. Later later on we had Gary Payton. I like Gary Payton. John Stockton. That's the one I've been thinking about. Right right. And he was the elite elite defender. For argument's sake, who would you rather get guarded by, Gary Payton or Kawhi Leonard? Defense-wise, um, I mean, they call him the glove for a reason. You know, he can rip you easily. But that's a tough one, man, because, I mean, defenders, man, as long as you're tough, you can play defense, it's different. I mean, obviously, it's different from offense. And that's, right. That's why I argue with the whole Jordan thing. But, man, it'd be, it'd be hard to pick there, man. Like, defenders are defenders, man. They, they got a dog in them, and they can, they can get in your face, okay. man. So, defender, yeah. so I'm going to go over 10 more players, right? So right now, of, of let's just go over it real quick. Derek Harper, Mark Price, Mark Jackson, Mookie Baylock, Terry Porter, Rod Strickland, Tim Hardaway, Kevin Johnson, Gary Payton, and John Stockton. Of those 10 players that we know of, which ones were like dogs, like you said, that'll, that'll guard you tough? Say it one more time. Listen again. Derek Harper, Mark Price, Mark Jackson, Mookie Baylock, Terry Porter, Rod Strickland, Tim Hardaway, Kevin Johnson, Gary Payton, John Stockton. And there's probably only like three or four in there that I could say that. I mean, uh, three or four. I got so Gary Payton. That's yeah. all I know. That were dogs. That were dogs. Yeah, but I now we're talking. I got three or four like can hold their own on the court. We have Tim Hardaway, yeah, that's, that's, John that's Stockton, uh, Kevin Johnson maybe, and Gary Payton. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to shooting guards. This is more in depth. These are people that are supposed to be can really competing. Same position. Clyde Drexler. I like Clyde Drexler. Great player. Today, he's probably equivalent, equivalent to Damian Lillard because he's not in the top tier uh, like Steph Curry's type of shit. Like, he's not uh, Harden, Westbrook type. He's he's like oh, second. Oh, bro. Well, that'd be another argument for another day, but Dame is up there for me, man. Dame is he, he, He's right there. Yeah, he's right there. He's like a – he's top 10 for sure. And I oh, think yeah. I think Clyde Drexler is top 10. You know, he's, he's good back in the day. But then it goes to Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller was a strictly shooter. Strictly shooter. Clutch free thrower. Strictly shooter. He was, like, I, I watched the stupid documentary yesterday. He's a stick figure. You expect him to guard? And he was a dog. I mean, who, would you, who would you compare probably like a, a Ray Allen or like a, a, a Clay right now? Today, Clay, yeah. I, I was going to say Clay. Defense, but yeah, but like if you look at the evolution, Reggie Miller, pure shooter. Mm-hmm. Then we have Ray Allen, which is a pure shooter. Plus, he can give you a little bit of, you know, mix it up a little bit. And then if you give Clay Thompson, like, didn't he score like. 30 points in a quarter? Yeah, 37 or something like that, yeah. Like, and, and I'm going to use, I have three or four different examples right now that I'm going to use that, that really evolve the game, which is okay. But, like, how is it How is it that every other position, every other player, we can do that with Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, Clay Thompson. We can do this with every other player with different positions, but with Jordan, it's like, mm, wasn't Jordan, yeah. wasn't Jordan, yeah. wasn't Jordan. Every other player, coach, it can evolve. I got even other other sports and other things we can do. But what? Listen to this. Reggie Miller, pure shooter. 
Mitch Richmond, decent, decent. Joe Dumars, decent. But do you remember how? You remember the size on Joe Dumars? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dizan Petrovic, never heard of him. Jeff Hornacek, little bitty ass, small. Again, seventh grade science teacher Jeff Hornacek had a shot. That's it. That's it. Latrell Sprewell. He's okay. Oh, that's a name he's okay. Drop right there. Yeah, he's a name drop. Okay. Dan Marley and Chris Mullins. They they were all one dimensional. So right. if if Jordan's playing against Clyde Drexler, Reggie Miller, Mitch Richmond, Joe Dumars, Jeff Hornacek, Latrell Sprewell, Dan Marley, and Chris Mullins, and LeBron James is playing against the Greek Freak, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard. It's it's literally like playing, and I'm gonna use this later because I have it written down. But like, it's literally if one player is the only running back and he's playing against the JV team, and then there's three or four running backs trying to play against the the varsity team. Like, you, of course, the guy that's the only running back playing against the JV team is going to look better. The eye test is going to tell you this guy looks better. He's playing against a much less you know talented group, which is fact. Because and the, I think it's just, he just had that athleticism, man. And, like and, it, and it's the era stuff. that he he, 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 uh, he was in. That's why he balled out, yeah. But then, like I said, watch watch how the game evolved. Top 15 players in the 2000s. Yao Ming was in there. Dwight Howard were in there. But then it's Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, same team, by the way. Mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady, Dirk Nowinski, to your point. Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Allen Iverson, all guards. Goosh, 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 goosh. Then we have Then we have Kevin Garnett. Good good power forward. Tim Duncan, the best power forward to ever play the game. So he could have won in any era and still got his crown of being the best power forward of the game. Kobe, Shaq. But as you notice, now it's nine six. Nine are guards, six are power forwards and centers. So it flipped. In the eighties it was nine centers and power forwards, six guards. And then you start seeing the game, uh, you know, evolve into more of a shooting guard league to what Jordan is, to why Jordan stands out. So if Jordan stands out over here and there's only one of them, and then he's the reason why there's six or seven or eight of them, of course they're, they're gonna, it's gonna be a lot more stiff with competition. Of course, well, it's, it's gonna be hard to step out. If you can find a guy that can do the things that Jordan did, maybe obviously not as well, but if you can find someone who can do as much as he did. I think it just gives you better chance to win, man, because it's very hard to defend, very hard to game plan against stuff like that, because they can do whatever they want at any time, you know? Today's league, Kawhi Leonard, guard, the Greek freak, small forward or guard, whichever one you want. Steph Curry, guard, LeBron James, guard, Harden, guard, Anthony Davis, power forward, Jokic, power forward center, Embiid, okay, PG-13, Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie, Westbrook, Luca, CP3, Clay Thompson, Lillard, McCullough. It goes on for days after that. It goes on for days after that. But we could, I mean, literally, if you had to pick the top guards in the league in the 80s and 90s, and we're talking like that that status, we have Isaiah Thomas, we have Michael Jordan, we have Gary Payton. I mean, it's literally like you have to think about, like, damn, who else could I compete with five of these players that I have? In 20 years, and this is just 2020. This list I came up with was just 2020. It wasn't the best in 10 years. I just pulled today's game. I mean, it's just really no comparison when it comes to the the quality of these players. So if these weak small guards are guarding Jordan, right? 
You got Joe Dumars guarding Jordan. You got John Stockton guarding Jordan. Even you got little skinny Reggie Miller guarding Jordan. Uh, Byron Russell guarding Jordan. And, and then you got, like I said, Kawhi Leonard and the Greek Freak and all these other. And, and, and the game has evolved so much where, where I've never seen Jordan play center. He probably has a, a player or two. But, like, LeBron can play point. He can play center. He could, I mean, same with Draymond. Draymond can dribble up and down the court. He could post up. He could play defense. Like, the game itself, you can play any position now, which also means any position can guard you. Nobody, no, no center was, no power forward, no Barkley was guarding Jordan on a regular basis. And, and, and even, even in that finals game on the, on the documentary, Gary Payton said he was the best defender the first three games. He didn't even guard him. Like, what are you talking about? You don't have the best defender guarding your player? Kawhi Leonard. Nowadays, the game nowadays, man, teams have defensive specialists. Right. Like, you know, they, Gary Payton or Michael Jordan, they were defense player of the year or whatever. But now you have all these guys that they get signed specifically to guard a KD, yep. to guard a, a point guard, to yep. guard you know Giannis, stuff like that. So, but, but I, mean, I think also Jordan made that happen as well. For so like if we're looking from it like uh, just a, as a whole, we we know this. This is fact. I, I did all my research. You can do the same thing for the viewers out there. Jordan played against a lot less talented shooting guards and point guards in the eighties. He played it with a lot less shooting guards and uh, point guards in the 90s. He didn't win in the 80s. He won in the 90s. You had the best player on the team. You had a top five Scottie Pippen in the league. You had the best defender. You had the best shooter in Steve Kerr. And you had the best coach. That's why you won. So when you're playing against, you know, peons basically compared to you, because that's what they are. They're literally like three or four boats different than Michael Jordan. Jeff Hornacek? He's not next. It's not like a Steph Curry, Lillard. Where it's like Steph Curry's better, but Lillard's right there. It's not like a, a Beal and in, in, in um, Harden, where it's like Beal can hold his own. Harden's probably better. This is a fucking huge gap. By Brian Russell and Michael Jordan. You can't even see my hand over here. Right. Right. Like, yeah, and, and then to just to, I mean a, a quick little example, uh, like last year, man, when uh, Kawhi went for that Game Seven final shot, who was on him? He had his defender and Embiid on him. Like and, this. I mean, he's still trained that. You like know? this. It's, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, mean, I mean, that shot with Jordan had against Utah, man. It was like, I mean, people argue push up, but still, you know, it wasn't like there was two dudes all up on him and stuff like that. You know. It's, but that's what I'm saying. If, if we, if we as a, a basketball community or like the world decided to, to make LeBron or let's just say Kawhi the best player, we could use that picture over and over again, and it looks better than that that Jordan picture. Jordan missed a lot of game winning shots, by the way. Nobody ever mentions that. Again, like I said, no one ever mentions that he he has less thread on his tires than LeBron James does right now. He came back as a as a wizard when he was 38. LeBron James is 35 right now. He's never took no fucking two-year hiatus to play baseball. He's never did none of this bullshit. He has just as many years at Jordan at 38 as he did at 35. Jordan at 38 with no coach of the year, with no top five player, with no defender, with no sharpshooter, when he just went to the Wizards on a limb by himself, he wasn't right, Michael get this, Jordan. Get this real quick. Get this. My roommate had a good point because we're watching the doc. And they talked about how Jordan, at one point, you know, it was somewhere in between probably four or five, he was just tired. They said, oh, he's exhausted, you know, it's, you can tell it's wearing down on him. And then my roommate goes, yo, LeBron played in the finals nine straight years, man. Like, that's a lot of basketball. That's no, really? That's a lot of boxing, Really, man. right. 
And, and then it's like it's like it's like Jordan's such a he's he was such a diva too. Like I don't I don't want to play. Uh, who who's who's playing in the in the Olympics? Like I didn't have to say his name. I didn't say you know what the fuck was going on. Quit fucking being dumb. Every, everybody, including who you asked, knew you were talking about him. And, and people, not only that, but people were intimidated of him. People were, it's like, it's like uh, having yes men. Like, like for, for instance, like if no one's telling you nothing, you can do whatever the fuck. But you, I, I'm going to go on a limb. This is where my opinion, this is why I want to be clear. This is my opinion. He's kind of like a coward. You can punch fucking Steve Kerr in the face, but, but uh, Dennis Rodman can go to the fucking WWF and you don't tell him shit. You chalk, you chalk it up. You chalk, yeah. you chalk it up as, oh, that's just Dennis. Yeah, yeah, I hated how he had to take a weekend off in Vegas because whatever's going on, like, I get, you know, sometimes you got to handle your mental stuff, but, I mean, he just went on, they were cool with it. They said, oh, yeah, take the weekend. But the way that, but the way that Jordan handled it is what bothered me. You get an argument with Steve Kerr, which is way smaller than you at practice, that's actually at practice, and you punch him in the face, but someone during the playoffs or finals or whatever it was goes to the WWF? And then you chalk it up on the duck. Oh, that's just Dennis, you know. What kind of fucking person are you? That to me sounds like a bully. If if my if my fifteen year old nephew comes over here and I slap him in the face for acting up, and then his dad comes over here and says the same shit that the nephew says, and I'm like, that's just daddy. Like, what? You can't do that. And then like then with this whole like food poisoning. Yeah, I had bad pizza. Listen, guy. Every time I've ever had food poisoning, I'm shitting from one ear out the other ear, and I'm not able to play basketball. They, like, physically, you can't play basketball. So was it really food poisoning? I heard that it was a hangover, you know. Um, there's, there's... Um, they, real quick, they, they talk, there's a story out there right now that came out recently. They talked to the guy who delivered that pizza. And Colin he Coward, had, right? He's, he's a big Bulls fan. He had money on the Bulls on that game. So he actually was offended when they tried to kind of throw the blame on him. And then he also said... That he actually called him a liar because he said it was only two people that went. It was him and his manager. What do they say? Over five, and, right? Yeah, they said they said it was like five dudes there, or something like that. Which you know, you never know. I mean, it, it's stories here and there. But the guy came out and he talked about that he delivered it personally, which was interesting. It's an interesting story. <clears throat> so then, then real quick before I wrap wrap it up, we're talking about overall in general. If we're talking about obstacles, we're talking hurdles. Jordan, yeah. again, we've already went over everybody that he guarded and who guarded him. But today's league, like you said, like we mentioned that stat, the NBA is in over 215 countries compared to 80. There's the Euro step now. Like then the whole and one, uh, you know, type of basketball came. Now the crosses are crazy. People are on yeah. skates. The, I mean, the, 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 the Harden shit that Harden does on a regular basis. But now if we're talking about just top 10, I just typed in top 10 international players of all time. Hakeem Olajuwon played in Jordan's era, yes, but he was a center, so they would have never crossed paths from like a competitive standpoint. Dirk Nowinski, number two, did not play with Jordan. Steve Nash did not play against Jordan. Tony Parker did not play against Jordan. Manu Ginobili, no. Pau Gasol, no. Matumbo, another center. Yao Ming did not play against Jordan. Uh, Pejas Deokovic did not play against Jordan, but now we're talking about the Greek Freak, which may actually, it's too early to tell, but may go down as like a top 10 player in the league to overall, top 15, top 20 for sure. We also have Luka, your, your Dallas boy Luka. So like, what does that tell you? That there's more international players now. They're a lot more skilled now. Oh, that's another thing too, is they made it seem like in the documentary that Tony Kukoc was like the first big 
international star to like cross over. And guess what team he just decided to go to? I said, and guess what team Tony Kukoc played for? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. The Chicago Bulls! Exactly, yeah. So not only do you have the best player, I'm going to go over all these facts so you know. The best player, the top five player in Scottie Pippen, the best defender in, in uh, Dennis Rodman, the best coach, Phil Jackson, one of the best top three shooters, Steve Kerr, but then you get the best international player, Tony Kukoc. And they all get shit on and don't get their just due because Jordan's the go and Jordan's fearless and... He it's loved, a team effort, bro. He loved having it. You can tell by the doc. He loved it, man. And, and, and again, with that, I, I had mentioned uh, as well with, with these players, like the game evolves, which is crazy, and this is the main reason why I brought you on. Because on Facebook, you posted who would win, the 98 Bulls versus the 2017 Warriors. 96. 96 Bulls. Okay, so I got stats on the 98, but it's not going to matter. Hear me out. I don't understand this. The Bulls' average per season... Points-wise, was 96.7. Let's round it up. 97 points per game. The Golden State Warriors, 114. They averaged over 17 more points than the Chicago Bulls. Records. Chicago Bulls, 72-10. and 10. Warriors, 73-9. and 9. So real quick, I'm, I'm just going to ask you a real quick question. So we already know that they score 17 more points. We are, uh, 2000, 2017, it wasn't the, the record year, though. I think that was 16. Regardless, Di- yeah, dynasty-wise, dynasty if, if we're talking strictly dep- uh, grading dynasties then, right? Yeah. Warriors had a better record, the best record in the league to this day, mm-hmm. beat, the, beat the Bulls, and on one season, one, 114 compared to one, uh, 97. And I guarantee you... Uh, the 96 didn't score 113 or nothing. It was around that 97 ballpark, maybe less even. But real quick, Ron Harper, from a 1 to 10 grade, what would you give Ron Harper? Uh, man, I'd probably give him around 6, 7. He was, he was a baller. He was good. Okay, we'll give him a 7. Michael Jordan, uh, 1 to 10. Uh, 12. 12, okay. I'll give you 12 on that one. That's how generous. You said 6 or 7, Ron Harper. I'll give you 7. Michael Jordan, 1 to 10. I'll give you 12. Scottie Pippen. Uh, definitely 9, 10. Okay. Dennis Rodman. Mm, let's go with eight. Luke Longley. Um, I'd say about six or seven. Okay. Fifteen, twenty-five, thirty-seven, forty-three. Uh, Tony Kukoc. Yeah, probably about seven or eight too. Fifty. Steve Kerr. Uh, six. Probably around six, seven. Okay. Randy Brown. Yeah, I didn't know that, bro. I couldn't tell you. Right. Okay. Steph Curry. Uh, definitely up there. Ten. Nine, Ten. Ten. Clay Thompson. Probably eight, eight or nine. Okay. Andre Iguodala. And that's a tough one, man, because I definitely eight or nine, too. Right. I mean, I mean if you're going to give – my, my argument to you is if you're going to give Luke Longley a seven – Right. You gotta give well, Iguodala I'm, I'm at least basing, that. Like, I, but when you're asking me, I'm basing it off the era. So, in, like, right now, where I would put them, those guys compared to where I would put Okay, no, time out, time out. Right. Time out, just to be clear. Yeah. If, if any of these changes, I'm gonna go over these players again because I want it right now. Overall game. Even oh, in today's man, era. That is a tough one, but I got you. Okay. Ron, Ron Harper as a point guard in general. I mean, in that case, there's what uh, the guards, in my opinion, would probably drop a little bit. Right, Ron Harper. Uh, would Ron you Harper say? Probably 
probably would a little bit. What, what would you say, Ron Harper, as an overall point guard in today's league? Because mm. you're comparing him as, as if they were to play. Man, probably about around a five. I would honestly, five, I agree. Five. I had a five down. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. I mean, still, still up there, you know, elite, any era. Okay, Scottie Pippen. You know, him too, I, I would put him up there as an uh, eight or nine still. Well, at first you said a 10, and I didn't really agree with that because a 10 is like elite. A 10 is a 10 out of a 10. 10 yeah, is yeah, as good as it gets. That era, but nowadays, man, I mean, he'd still fall, but I don't know if he'd be, you know, one of the top five Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Kevin Durant falls under top five. Kevin Durant oh, yeah. or, or Scottie Pippen? Same same height, same length almost, same type of position. Who would you have? Oh, KD. KD. I would definitely say KD, yeah. Right. So if you're going to just consider, I'm about to ask you Kevin Durant on the other end, and if you're giving Scottie Pippen – a nine. Just consider that one great in Kevin Durant. So we'll still give him a nine. Dennis Rodman, overall today. Um, Defensive-wise, man, I'd have to say probably an eight or nine, too. But okay, we'll give him a nine. Overall, man, right? Like, I mean, because he'd be like a Draymond, man. I'd, I'd probably give him... Overall. I'd, I'd probably go over a seven to nine range. Okay, we'll give him an eight. We'll meet you in the middle. Right. Luke Longley, playing in today's league with his same skill set. Uh, his would drop. I'd probably say a five, six. Okay, Tony Kukoc in today's league. Man, that's tough too because today's league, you know, it's heavy European. So, All right, let's go with like a seven. Okay, Steve Kerr. All right, that one probably five. Randy Brown, don't know who he is, so just average seven points a game back in his league in his era. No. All right, let's give him a five. Be generous. With yeah, we'll be generous. So right now, 10, 17, 12, 20, 29. 34 plus 12, 46. Real quick, Steph Curry in today's league, it would stay a 10. It's, oh, he's yeah, playing yeah. at that level now. Clay Thompson, you gave a 9. Andre Iguodala, what do you give him? You said an 8, right? Probably 8, yeah. Kevin Durant? A 10. 10. Draymond Green? I'd say about 7 or 8. Okay. Sean Livingston? I think he's a great, yeah, great guy off the bench. Six, seven, he's still good, man. I think so, too, yeah. David West. Man, I've never been a fan of that guy, but I'm not going to try to Skill set, yeah. I'll try to be unbiased. I'll say probably a six or seven. Okay. Nick Young. Swaggy P. Probably around five, man. Uh, Okay. Probably five, six. 14, 19, 19 plus 8 is 30, 27, 37 plus 8, 45, 55, and 64, I believe. Let me just recount these numbers real quick. 19 plus 8, 27, 37, 45, 52, 59, 64. So, so total of the Warriors, based on just your ratings alone, was a 64. And the Bulls? And we're giving Jordan a fucking 12 out of 10, by the way. Consider that. Consider that. 17 plus 9 is 26 plus 8. 34 plus 9. 38. 45. 50. 55. Bulls are at a 55 and the Warriors are at a 64. So we're just doing ratings here. So what does that tell you right now? Warriors are the better team rating-wise. Warriors average 17 more points a game. Warriors had the better overall record as a dynasty. But still, you hear the majority of players saying, 
Oh, Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. Are you crazy, Bulls? The game is, you know, evolved, right? Which is which is inevitable because of Jordan, you can say. But like I said, Jordan didn't have to. And when Jordan did have to worry about people crossing over, what happened with the Jordan and Allen Iverson thing? Allen on Allen Iverson left Jordan on skates. Yeah, I remember. But what about it? That's the league yeah, that he plays in now. Yeah, that's oh, that. Does. If you were to play in today's league, that's oh, what you would have to worry about. That's what you're yeah. strategizing about. You're not worried about John Stockton. You're not yeah, worried about Brian Russell. Mm-hmm. You're worried about AI doing. You're worried about Harden just just cooking you. You're Kyrie. worried about fucking Kyrie cooking you. Jordan didn't have to worry about none of the cooks. That's true, Jor- that's true, yeah. Jordan didn't have to worry about Monty Ginobili's Euro step in the hole. Nobody was doing that. You know what he did have to worry about? He had to worry about uh, Chris Mullins, Dan Marley. He had to worry about getting past fucking slow old ass fucking David Parrish and, and, and Patrick Ewing and all these other guys. Of course. And if you watch the documentary, which... Like you said, he's blowing by these guys. They literally look... I honestly feel like I'd put money on myself that I could beat a lot of these guys in the 40-yard dash for sure. <laughs> like these four, like these seven-footers, just like, ooh, ooh. And he's yeah, over there just gliding. Sets, yeah. Like So like from an athletic standpoint, we've already determined that today's way more athletic. Skill set-wise, way more skill set. And then if you're talking like strategy-wise, you don't think that today's like strategies and game plans, like you said... They get specific defenders now for specific players, specific time frames. It's really calculated now. Jordan didn't have, I mean, it started in the 90s to get that way, but like I said, that was on his back burner. Like now it's crazy. The crossovers, the, the handles. The, oh, back in the day, they only averaged like four, five, three points a game? Yeah, that's, that's unreal now, man. That's Rockets shoot over 20, 30 a game. Like, they would almost be impossible. For the Bulls to keep up with these teams now. But again, you can credit Jordan for making the league that way. Because Jordan did do all the fancy dunks. And he did have his own crossover like he did Byron Russell. So he, I could say like he started it. But doesn't mean that he's the end of all is my point. And, and last thing that I want to wrap it up with. Is just so people can see the comparisons. And why I don't really think it's fake. But like... There's a couple people in life it's general in general that you can never like I'm using UFC as an example but like UFC back like I would just rewatched UFC 1 like let's just say like Chuck Liddell or like even Hoist Gracie they had one discipline Hoist Gracie was jiu-jitsu that's it he didn't know how to wrestle he didn't know how to fucking street fight he went up against a street fighter or a kickboxer and then they went to see whose discipline was better Hoist Gracie is still like labeled as one of the best MMA people to do it no, 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 no. He's the first one to do it at an elite level. Like right now, Hoist Gracie fights Khabib. Khabib can do jujitsu. Khabib can do wrestling. Can ground and pound. He knows how to fight. Like these fighters now have, know all disciplines. They, they, they are well-rounded in every. Like I told you with LeBron James, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. These guys now they know everything. They are built for all positions. Hoist Gracie, one, man. Ju- just jujitsu. Now, if we're talking about quarterbacks, quarterbacks have evolved. Like, can you imagine if Dan Marino was in the pocket and then out of nowhere he just takes off like fucking <laughs> fucking Pat Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, no, I, I do agree with that. It's a different era Everybody, yeah. I mean, every position, if you really, really think about it. Like I said, Matumbo was ranked the number 15th player in the league in the 90s. Overall, in the 10 years, 15th best. 
Matumbo. If you were starting a, a, a franchise today, would you rather have Matumbo or would you rather have Porzingis? KP, all day. KP. Porzingis is ranked the 36th best player this year. So one year, 36th best. Matumbo, 15th best in 10 years. We would, we would rather have our 36th best player this year, not in the last 10 years in the 90s. Uh, same thing with, uh, like I said, with Reggie Miller. He was a top 10 player in the 90s. Would you rather have uh, Reggie Miller or Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson's not a top 20 player in the, the league this year. But Reggie, which is crazy to me how the argument they talk about how the game's softer now. Softer. Reggie Miller to me was soft. I mean, that guy could ball, man. He, we could he shoot. Could shoot. He but could even, shoot. Even in the uh, documentary, the way he talked and the way he talked about Jordan and how he was like kissing his ass and stuff. I'm like, I mean, yeah, he dominated, but he was just like, like he, like he felt like they had no chance. Right? That's, That's what I'm saying. All these players knew that when they're playing Jordan, it's like you can't say anything because yeah, you might make them mad. Down, you might down. make them mad. <laughs> like it's it's just and then on top of that, he would even make shit up to step up another level, which drove me crazy. Man, he would bullshit something just so he could find another level. But it's 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 no different than than technology, like cars these days. We get we get a new Camaro. It looks like the old one. The old one's like it was like oh I love that classic car. Nothing's like the old classic cars. It's the same shit, except way more technology, except more fuel efficient, which a fucking navi- uh, navigation, well, you know, all these other fixtures, uh, fucking cruise control, everything else. It's like, it's the same car, same look. It just has so many more benefits, can do so many more things. It's the same thing as like acting, and you see all these black and white movies, like, oh, there's no like John Wayne movies, and like, come on, man, like, it's it's everything you can think of in any genre, in any sport. Like I said, we can say. It changes, man. But the only thing that doesn't change is Michael Jordan in sports. In sports, Tom Brady is now considered the goat as a quarterback. I mean, we can go down the list. But Michael Jordan, and there's a couple iconic people that you'll just never like. Michael Jackson, for instance. Maybe I'm off on this one, but I don't think so. Could he sing? Absolutely. Could he dance? Absolutely. Could Chris Brown sing? Absolutely. I, I, and I would put all the money in my life that Chris Brown can dance overall, have more tricks up his sleeve than Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson can't do no crazy backflips and all this crazy shit that Chris Brown can do. Chris Brown again, but no one's the goat. You're talking about that. You're, you're talking about the pop sensation, Michael Jackson. Right, he did do Thriller. But, but, but no, on that kind of that argument, uh, speaking of like with MJ and basketball, um, I mean, yeah, like. We, we're going back to the very beginning of this conversation. I think what made him, obviously, and why people don't give other players a chance, you know, like we talked, maybe, like, I don't know if you're a big LeBron guy, but I'm a big Kobe guy. That's I, 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 if I had to pick GOAT, I'm picking Kobe, personally. Yeah, yeah, I definitely put Kobe up there, at least the co-GOAT, I think, uh, no doubt, um, if, if not the, the greatest. But I think why people don't give that argument is because what we talked about at the very beginning, how I was mentioning how he transcended the game. I mean, you are talking about his shoe game. You know how his, his whole brand is that everything is just so massive, man, that people cannot see anybody. And, they, and when they want to argue his game, they tend to look at everything else, too. They tend to look at his brand. They tend to look at all that stuff. Right. How he got so big, you know, with advertisements and everything. So they, they talk about that, and that's how they say he's the greatest. But anytime I argue, I always talk about on the court. I always talk about the basketball. To me, you know, because 
yeah, Kobe maybe doesn't have a, a, a shoe line as big as a brand as big as Jordan. But to me, when I argue, it's strictly what was on the court. That's well, how I saw Kobe play and how he, what he did. And my argument to Kobe or anyone else is, after doing all this research, I've came to the conclusion that you really can't do a goat because you really it's just you, you'd argue all day. You'd argue all day. But my argument for Kobe was is why I think Jordan is so iconic and why he's never going to leave that that throne is because he was the first to do it. He was the first to transcend the game. And and for people our era, it's like, damn, like, well, Jordan did it first. But, like, my argument is, and and people can argue, like, again, Kobe would have done Byron Russell the exact same. Kobe would have done Kevin Johnson the exact same. He would have did Jeff Hornacek the same thing. Mitch Richmond. I mean, these guys, honestly, from like a, a superstar hey, level. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose from like a superstar level, though. They're trash. They're literally trash compared to Jordan. Kobe had all types like AI. He had. We can go down the list again of all the superstars in his like bubble, in his boat. Jordan had not one. Not one. We can think of Gary Payton. Like, Scottie Pippen was the only, like, other, like, like name another, like, smaller player that was great. Because that's the bill, because I think that uh, that Suns-Bulls championship, what, was 93 or maybe 94 or uh, 95 or whatever? Right. Um, when they played each other, Charles Barkley was that dude. You know, he was a baller, man, but he was... He wasn't a guard, you know. He and he didn't guard. He didn't guard. He didn't guard. He, he, didn't was, guard uh, he was hanging points left and right in that type of uh, style, you know, like the guard style. But he wasn't a guard, and he was a little pudgy. You know? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't guard. He didn't guard Mike. He didn't guard Michael. Mark, Michael didn't guard him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So real but quick like, on on this uh, quick series, note, that was the guy who was scoring next to uh, Michael, but he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't. I got a minute 45 before I need to wrap this up. It's telling me. But long story short, let me just recap right. it. Michael had a lot less, a lot less competition at his position in the 80s and the 90s. In the 80s, he didn't win when, uh, when Bird and Magic were all in their prime. He ended up winning after they all retired and when the new crop weren't developed yet. And then when the new crop did develop and they became more of a shooting era, he was nowhere to be found. So he literally was in his own boat. There's a lot more international players. The game has changed. Like I said, the Eurostep, the crossover, the, the these crazy moves that you're seeing now. You did not see those moves back in the day. Oh, yeah. Also, keep in mind that he was the first to do it. But also the, the dynasties. He had that 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 dynasty for years. He had, he played with, uh, with Pippen for over 10 years. If Kobe and Shaq were to play together for 10 years, they'd win a lot of championships. If, if Steph Curry and, and KD... Let's just say uh, Steph Curry and KD play together for 10 years. What do you think they do? They win championships. They win more than six. LeBron and, and D-Wade, oh, they yeah, thought they were yeah. going to win. Da, 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 da. So it's like, wrapping it up, Michael Jordan was great. He was ahead of his time. His brand was huge. His shoes are baller. He was the first to do it. He's the reason why Kobe and everybody were so good. But in his position, he played against fucking JV and today's varsity. There's no comparison yeah. to the league today. Like I said, we've just already picked. Time. It just doesn't make sense. Hector, thank you for joining me. I, I hey, needed you. Me, this was fun, and uh, I'll let you know if any any hate mail that I get, you can be a part yeah. of it. Hey, we'll talk about Dirk next time. Bro. Hey, that's the goat right there, the international goat. <coughs> Corona.